1: Hello, welcome to the Autocar Podcast, my week in cars, with me, Matt Pryor, and him, Steve Cropley. Hello, Stephen. Where
0: are we today? Well, here we are in the bowels of Coventry University in a in a studio of, of, of quality we've never seen before. It's amazing, amazing. isn't
1: it? The, the, the audio quality is, is phenomenal. The acoustic is phenomenal.
0: Yeah, the journalism, I think it's the journalism school has a, has a radio studio, which is uh, out of this world, really, isn't it? Why you hearing me?
1: Because I'm, here, I've, t- I've tagged along, but you're here for a reason.
0: Well, I get invited to, to, to come and harangue the students um, occasionally on, on the the wonders of journalism, and I've just, uh, I've just finished doing it <coughs> with your help. It needs to be said, and, uh, and believe it or not, some of the people who have come to join us here with, uh, they're not so bored that they wanted to go for lunch. They're, uh, they're with us. Yeah, phenomenal.
1: Amazing. We may have some questions from them at the end, but also you can write to us. Car at haymarket.com as Will has done. Steve, you and I know uh, Will a bit and he says, I am the owner of a BMW Z4 E89 2009, for those of you who like the code things. It's the 23i variant with a beautiful straight six uh, engine. However, I am currently battling with a stuck hard top roof and I've been told by BMW it's a hydraulic pump Four thousand pound to fix. Wow! Mm. But having scrolled through the forums, I think it's actually the sensors, and 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 am off to get a second opinion. Firstly, if any listener uh, has dealt with something similar, can they offer any advice? So, if you are, if, if listener, you have got a Z four, or I don't know, maybe that hardtop system is used in other things as well. Actually. Maybe it's one of those that's bought in from a supplier.
0: Yeah, the what are those people called? American Sunroof Company. Yeah. They're yeah, so yes. all over the world,
1: aren't yeah. they? Yeah, so anyway, if, you, if anybody has had similar advice, uh, write to us and uh, we will pass your um, advice on to Will. Um, Autocar at haymarket.com. Secondly, once mended, if I can mend it, should I ditch the car for something else?
0: Oh, God,
1: that's his own decision, isn't Prior, it? Prior, your Lotus excursion is filling my search history with Elise classified. I mean, huh. the Lotus Elise is brilliant and the roof doesn't get stuck. But it is not exactly watertight.
0: Yeah, so. it, it does depend on how much he likes it, doesn't it? I, yeah, I think so. Pretty good car. Yeah, but um, I think I think it's a lot more practical than the Lotus Elise. In that, yeah, massively. Yeah. So he'd need to pass it with his own steering committee. I, I think. Yeah, I reckon.
1: I like I like that Z4. I mean, it's it's not the last word in drivers' cars, but I think they're good. They're good fun, aren't they? And if you if the roof goes up and down without you having to get out and everything else
0: you know I th- I there's don't know. no such thing as a just a cloth one is there they all had the, the tin that, roof did they
1: I think that generation all had a tin roof ah. and have they moved back to a cloth one afterwards yes I think yeah. so Yeah, and it was a cloth one before wasn't it yeah I forget me my memory is not what it was yeah yeah some anyway, of them tell us um yeah anyway so yes if you have any advice for will please uh, do write to us meantime he's on... a very nice bloke isn't he he is yeah he is really he nice. deserves
0: the best quality advice he absolutely <laughs> does he absolutely
1: does um on with the pod proper we're going to be talking over the next half hour or thereabouts about our respective auto car columns which starts for you Stephen, with a trip to m sport in
0: where are they well, at Cockermouth, just near... Uh, is it lake um, District? Yes, it is a yeah. di- northern part of the Lake District. Mm. It's precisely 600, 593 miles return from my house in the Cotswolds, mm. which was good in the F-type, but took a bit of time. Mm. You, you realise those northerly motorways are a bit on the horrible side, aren't they? Yeah. But um, <clears throat> went up there to drive the um, BYD SEAL, Odd name, terrific car. I thought really yeah. to surprise me. I thought it was great. And
1: B- uh, BYD build. Your, do they still call it Build Your Dreams, or well, have they just dropped that bit.
0: They've cleverly removed the the Build Your Dreams build badge work from the bu- tailgate, <laughs> right? Because somebody told them it's a bit, um, bit it's a bit wrong in mm. this country. But anyway, the thing that was good about it, I've written about the, the the this car elsewhere, and I I really rate it. But the thing that was nice was to go to M Sport, which is the the business. A built up over the last twenty five years by Malcolm Wilson, who was one of Britain's best rally drivers. Mm. And what's superb about it is, one, it's just like an F one facility, and in, except in, you know, two hundred and fifty miles in the further north than you'd expect. But the other thing is, <clears throat> I just love his determination. He he was a Ford factory rally driver. Um, he did so well that eventually the company and the company liked his ability to organise a business so they said what about taking over the team Mm -hmm. he said fine and they said but you'll need to move to Borham you know Essex
1: Right.
0: he said well I love where I live and so I'm not going to take your offer up Um, and one thing led to another and he set up this place way up in the you know in, in an area where you wouldn't look for it it's well out of
1: sort of Car industry central, which is which is across that sort of strap. Very much, yeah, Warwick and all that. South of yeah, south of Birmingham. But
0: the thing that is I find rather moving is the fact that he he loved his home territory so much that he thought, well, the hell with it, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this work or not. And of course, 25 years he's been going. He bent, he he built the Ford WRC cars and still does. He Mm -hmm. built the Bentley GT cars. Do you remember for Um, for a few years and. It's still thriving, and every time you go there, there is another development. The handling track is absolute joy.
1: Yeah, go on, tell me about this because I've heard cool things about it, but I've not. I've seen a couple of pictures. It requires but I've not skill. Been... That's the only issue
0: right. with it, where, where I am concerned. I don't really, but but it. This was a good car to go around there because it got five hundred and forty horsepower, so it went mm. well, quick out of the corners. Five forty. Yeah. Cool. Twin. It's it's like the BMW i four. It's got either a single engine rear drive version right. or a or a a twin-engine four-wheel drive and we were in the four-wheel drive 0 to 63.8 so quick mm-hmm. really nice surface very thoughtfully planned it's actually compact and tight mm. but so you need to get it right and there's all these late apexes so you find yourself piling to these bends and then and turning at the last minute and then, and then piling out again it's good fun
1: and it's a proper handling course built for, was it built with very recent
0: yeah last few years i yeah. think he had he had to battle on with the planners a bit mm. but um um it's for i think they do use competition cars sparingly there, but they've got a bit you know got to be careful of the noise but yeah but for, for road cars i mean if it was outside our you know thirty miles from our our office it would be an absolute you know delight and joy because yeah. you can do in a quick car you can still do a hundred and Ten down the back straight. Oh, so it's not that slow, but it, yeah. but but the corners are pretty tight. Mm. And so uh, so well suited to a road, yeah. car. but technical as well. So that, you know, variable apexes and yeah. uh, variable radii and so on. So you've got to know what you're doing. It'd be nice if it was, whew, yeah, a couple hundred miles. You need to south. go there. Yeah, I'll tell you to. what. It's, you, I bet you'd enjoy it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I haven't been. Last time I went there was, I think the launch of a, one of the Ford Focus RSs? Uh that would be an ideal place. Yeah. yeah, but that may have been... Oh, no, we went there. We went there. We did a feature on... Um, oh, crikey. We ran three long-termers. When they asked Voxel Astra VXR, Focus ST and a Golf GTI Mark V, I think. So. And it you went around 2006. there? Yeah, before the... We went and had a look around the place and did some pictures there, but the test track wasn't... Ah. Was, you know, a pipe dream then. But sound is a... Noise is a problem for all of these places isn't it you it know.
0: is i mean he's they've got trees around it and a, it's in a bit of a bowl and so on i, th- mm. I think it's they've just got to be careful mm. but for road cars it's an absolute dream yeah
1: simon's quick at, road trip ariel i spoke to the other day because they're trying to build a new factory aren't they in somerset yeah. and he said every time they put a planning application in some the first thing somebody will say locally is go you want to build a test track don't you to which he says if you had any idea how much they cost you yeah. know I absolutely don't want to build a test track. Yes. But yeah, that is cool. We'll go I'll go. So the BYD seal, that is um part two in your column as well. Tell me more.
0: Well I just enjoyed it. I I I um have got you know the politics of car <clears throat> purchase at the moment is mm. you know, if you if you buy a Chinese car you're you're single handedly scuppering the European industry and all that. But I found I like this car and the mm. pricing is ridiculously keen. And uh, how much it, is it? Well, 45 or 48, depending okay. on whether you buy the two or the four wheel drive, yeah. And it's
1: and it's quite big, is it?
0: It's the size of um, let me think now, it's, it's about 4.7 long. Four point, So, what would that be? That Polestar about the size Polestar of Polestar 2, sort of size Polestar 2, yeah.
1: And they are well, they also Chinese, yeah,
0: built, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure, yeah. So, as, as bit, our Volvos, as expensive. our MGs, yeah. So, you you know, if you if you pass a resolution, you know, personal resolution, never to have a Chinese car, you're never going to have a car. It seems to me.
1: Well, you're never going to have any. Comp- you certainly never get a car with no Chinese components. I would have thought.
0: No, Jaguars are full of them, aren't they? You yeah. had Land Rovers. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I, I, sort of slapped myself on the fingers and said, look, just enjoy it, mate. And I did. It Was really good. Quiet, smooth, lovely steering. The, there, there are all this adjustability built into the. Into the control systems, you know, you can adjust the brake level and so on. But the, but normal is the best, you know. Just just set everything on normal. It goes like a blur. It's brilliant. Good car. What's it like inside? Um, very good, luxurious, restrained. Very good. Well, restrained. Some mm. people would say it wasn't restrained, but restrained enough for me. Mm. Not not over ornate. Beautiful materials, really nice stitching and all that. You, you know, wherever you look, it's nice. Mm. I think it's going to go very well for them. Yeah. How do they make it so cheap? Then? Oh well, I mean, the story goes that they're they're sponsored, they're um, subsidised by the Chinese government, and mm. and the the um, the objective is is for them to. They've already got, I think it's eight or so dealers dealers dealing with dealer groups. They're going to have fifteen by the end of the year, and they'll have something like sixty by the end of next year. So. The, just the speed of 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 their <clears throat> their sort of move into the market makes it perfectly clear that what they want to do is establish a sizable position that they can then defend yeah and they you know they launched three cars this year yeah so and there'll be more mm. so i think their their objective is to is to be a kind of 5 10% player yeah. yes
1: yeah and we don't know much about them do we but from 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 off as a UK consumers but don't BYD or the group that owns them they make something like half of the world's smartphones or something like that yeah and there's about um, five million electric cars already
0: yes yeah, so I think it's I iP- I think it's iPads they make half um in in a fifth of the world's smartphones right. there is yeah. some sort of a BYD componentry and they've been in the battery business for 20 years and they are very very well advanced with batteries hmm. They already make this thing called the blade battery, which is thinner and structurally better than than other batteries. So you can bolt it to the bottom of your car, and it becomes a structural member, piece mm. of the chassis. Okay. So it's a clever car, yeah. and and it doesn't feel. You know how some EVs just feel as though they're packaged strangely. It, it's just nice, really nice. Mm. Have, have a go. I I need you or <coughs> Saunders to get hold of one and tell me I'm right. Yeah, we need to get the road right testers into it. I think. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, while the rest of the world digests the fact that the Tesla Model Y is Europe's best-selling car, you have discovered that the Renault Kangoo is loved by the Japanese so much. <laughs> what do they do? Steve?
0: Well, for the last fourteen years, they've had the world's biggest Kangoo gathering every year <laughs> at the base of Mount Fuji, which is sacred ground for them. And I, you know, my weakness for things like Berlingos. I and, do, I do, and and the Kangoo is another one of them because and it's
1: it, a it's a car like the Bongo isn't it it's a yeah. it's a van with windows
0: yeah kind of but but soft riding and yeah. you know little engine and just endearing car that just does everything hmm. you know about a yard of rear suspension travel you, you know the usual stuff and and um i just i think it's very japanese for them to embrace a car like that they hmm. they they're just not conventional are they do they modify them or are they do they look well i stock i looked or? at a picture and yeah. it didn't seem so but I could imagine them. They're, they're big on decoration, aren't they? I don't know about actual mechanical mods, but I think they'll they'll be you know very ornate curtains in the windows for sure. Yeah, flowers on the dashboard and all that kind of stuff. Excellent.
1: Right, Steve and I are going to take a uh, a short break. Um, you will get a What Car advert, I think, in the meantime. Um, and also, don't forget, there are very good. I better do this, Steve. Call to action. I've got to do it. There are good offers on subscriptions to Autocar, in which you can find. Is there a picture of this Kangoo? Jamboree in your column.
0: I don't think so, not this oh, time. But I there
1: should've. is a picture of that. There'll be stuff in the a review of the seal, the seal dolphin, seal dolphin. Seal. Yeah, definitely. There, well, yeah. There will
0: be <clears throat> BYD. Yeah, which C- you yeah.
1: can find on the newsstands or uh, at com for a subscription. Is oh, this, in fact, go on.
0: Is the uh, the the wacko Christmas deal still going? There were 40% oh, off no, or whatever? No, actually, I think there's still some deals. There was an early bird deal, wasn't
1: there? 60% yeah. off, but I don't know. But the, seemed amazing to me. The day that this we never give anything away, do we? No, I know it's extraordinary, isn't it? You can't, you know, you can't get a cup of coffee on expenses. <laughs> but we're, there we are, sixty percent off the max. Um, this is this twenty uh, second of November issue with the podcast is out. The twenty second of November has the full review of that Hyundai Ionic Five N we talked about last week. Uh, right. So I
0: can now talk about it. Can you say? I thought it was great. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: <laughs> I'm really keen to know that. Oh, it's just. It, I think it's the first EV that feels like it was developed as a driver's car from the off. Do and you feel the weight? it's so good to drive? A little. It's two point two tons. But you feel it a little, but not not as much as you would expect. Maybe you know, maybe it feels eighteen, nineteen nineteen hundred kilos. Just it moves around on circuit. It stands up
0: to circuit use lap after lap. Um, it's just... Mr Malcolm Wilson's circuit, I bet it will be brilliant.
1: But anyway, yeah, Steve and I will take a short break and we'll be back with more My Week in Cars in just a moment. What car would you buy if you could buy any car? What car would you buy if you knew you could save thousands? What car would you buy if you could compare the latest offers from approved dealers? What car would you buy if you could do all of this in one place in just a few simple clicks? And where would you go to buy that car? What Car. Car buying made easy. Visit whatcar.com to buy your next new car. Hello, welcome back to my week in cars. You can write to us at autocar at haymarket.com is the email. And Martin Carroll has done, who says, Hi Oscar Team. Uh, I'm reaching out as we have a lot of knowledge about the BMW I3. Um, and would happily discuss anything Steve would like to know, because, Steve, it's on your not-very-long shortlist yeah. of potential cars to fill a hole Still in the keen.
0: Still keen, Still keen. Still <clears throat> keen. The interesting thing is that yeah. I have heard about Martin and his business, which is, I think, called Wisley or Wisely. Yeah,
1: Wisely Automotive, I think, yeah. Yeah, or Wisely. Yeah,
0: Somebody else, one of his happy customers, believe it or not, has already written to me saying, you need to talk to this bloke. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> so so um, it is very firmly on my list to get in touch, and I've written back to him now yeah. saying, so. But he's full of excellent information about tire sizes and and how to make the suspension uh, work. Excellent. Because the the big bugbear is that the i three s is um, rough riding. Yeah, and uh, it's really firm, isn't it? As
1: Ma- as Martin says, in our opinion, the S version is indeed quite hard, especially at low speeds on broken surfaces. So but he's got have, a solution, has not he? Yeah, they, he says we have one fitted. Uh, one non S I three with Evolve suspension, an Evolve suspension kit, and it is a very interesting setup. More importantly, um than just having more body control than the standard car, so it's body control similar to the S. By retaining smaller wheels you have a lot more tire choice. Interesting. With Michelin's being our favourite for longevity and um superior in filtering vibration on rough road surfaces. By the way, we're not trying to sell you anything. Just if you want to chat, let us know. Yeah. That's, that's so really that's nice of them, isn't it? Yeah. That's
0: it. But isn't it great the way expertise comes over the horizon like this? It just filters through, doesn't it, very nicely. Yeah. Do
1: you think that an i3 that rode properly would be your EV of choice I, I for think your it, needs?
0: I think it would. I yeah. still think it would. I, I've got to, I've just got to find the car. Yeah, I want the colour to be right. I want the mileage not... To, I, I want low mileage, even though the batteries are supposed to last well. I still... But as was I, I was saying last week I've, I've just done something that' has bitten a bit of a hole in the in in the available dosh, so I mm. need to save for a little while
1: so before yeah before
0: i in fact, one of the things I said to Martin in a note I wrote to him just a day or so ago was to say um I'll be back to you but um <clears throat> not for a not till I save up <laughs> not
1: been. for a while <laughs> um Steve, let's talk my column briefly in fact, you wrote the story because you so you can fill me in a bit a bit more you know uh, about bloodhound the uh Jet slash rocket car that would like to break the land speed record again. In the past week, they've announced that they would uh, accept the offer of a driver. Yeah. So, Andy Green, Wing Commander Andy Green, who's currently the fastest man on Earth, isn't he? He drove the Bloodhound, no, Thrust SSC yeah. to the other side of the sound barrier.
0: That's it. He did. And then, then he did 650 in this car. Do you remember? He did didn't he a He's he's still the fellow, isn't he? But, but he's run out of money. <clears throat> yes, yeah. the short of it. And they they just want, you know, a, a, a Lance Stroll to come along and say, "Well, I'd like to be the fastest man in the world," and yeah. he gives me ten million quid. Yeah, or twelve million quid, I think. They is need. that
1: what it's is that what it's going to cost?
0: Yeah, and and I don't think that's a bad shout. The, you know, somebody. The, their big concern is that it'll be somebody who can't, you know, drive a nail, so... Yeah. It's a um, problem, isn't it? It is a problem. But I see,
1: I'm surprised, when I I read this release, and I read your story, I thought, of course. I mean, of of course, why would you... Because they've tried to pitch it and get the money through saying it's an education project, it's a science project, it'll spread the word about engineering, and then, when it became pretty unfashionable to fire rockets for fun, they said, well, you know, actually we'll run a largely carbon-neutral... Run. It wasn't the whole project going to take the same amount of emit the same amount of carbon as carbon dioxide as a seven four seven taking off or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it it was, I, th- much, I was
0: think it? they calculated it was a seven four seven taking off and and from Heathrow and, and getting as far as Slough.
1: That's right. So yeah.
0: about fifteen yeah. miles. <laughs> yeah.
1: So not very. Yeah. So they. But anyway, clearly the money from industry is still not forthcoming. No. So they've done the old-fashioned thing, which is basically appeal to somebody's ego who wants to say. I want to be the fastest yeah. person in the world and here's the money that I've got to that's do it. it. Am yeah. I? Yeah, of, of course. It's a why good it, idea. Why it taken, that's what's happened for every...
0: They, didn't, sp- they need today's record, Malcolm Campbell, don't they? Yeah. yeah. I think Andy is... Is um, well, he, I spoke to him. He, he um, He's very happy to be the driver coach and oh, and you know, teach him how to do it and yeah. tell him what to expect and stuff. And they'll yeah. build up to it slowly. Mm. I always remember talking to Richard Noble about his... Do you remember... Um, his was called Thrust Two. Thrust Two. Very good. And he he said it's fine. You you just need to build up to it. He he said that, that there was a point in in our testing when when I just got used to getting up early, going out in the car, doing five hundred miles an hour, coming back. <laughs> and you and you you just think. Eventually, you start thinking. Oh well, five hundred miles an hour, pretty routine, really. You yeah. know, and you, and you start looking at the scenery, and you see tracks on the. You know, somebody's dri- driven across the track, and you know you, you it's not it's not a thing you can't get used to it's not a yeah. terrifying experience he says mm. that was 500 I mean this is going to be 800 so I suppose yeah. yeah and
1: it's I'm well I just hope somebody comes forward and says yeah I want to have a crack at this yeah. and it struck me too. it was in the old spirit of land speed record breaking where somebody just goes I fancy doing that and I can afford it so yeah. I'm going to have a go and that makes much more sense than trying to convince Corporations with not that much spare cash in the marketing yeah, n- budget to to fund somebody else to go. Yeah, you know, eight hundred miles an hour. Why? Right? So
0: yeah, uh, I think so. And um, also the the car's already proven at six hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fully engineered. They've got a track ready. Yeah, it's pretty
1: because they've cleared pretty, this. Yeah, there's a place called
0: Pan, which yeah. is a, north of South Africa, which is. Oh god, it's something like thirteen miles long, isn't it? Something something very long.
1: And they've had it cleared of all the stones and everything already. Yeah, they
0: employed the locals to go and pick up all the stones by hand. Yeah, amazing.
1: So, if the Cropley EV budget was not was not BMW i three sized, yeah, if it was fastest bloke in the world sized.
0: would you do it? Oh, I wouldn't have the what for it, mate, but you'd... you'd uh, you're the man for that. It would be... I mean, it'd be tempting to have a go, wouldn't
1: it? Don't you think? Well... If you, all the money in the world, you know, if you've got Jeff, Bez, Jeff Bezos-sized pockets and somebody says yeah.
0: do you want to go faster than anybody else has ever gone? The thing that appeals to me is is having the dosh to say, I will fund this and I'll put somebody I like in it. I, yeah. I don't think I'd do it myself. I don't think... I wouldn't... I just don't see well enough, I don't think. But... but um, you know <clears throat> some keen young bloke such as yourself be perfect. Well, I'm not a young, bloke well, you would give it a go, wouldn't you? I'd be, I'd sort of be tempted to think, about <laughs> it. <You see.
1: laughs> yeah, in, yeah, but in that typical, well, how hard can it be sort of way that would end up going? Oh, this is quite difficult. This is I quite, did talk this to is Andy, but I thought
0: it. he said, I said to Andy, what does it is this difficult? You mm. know, and he said, he said, really, it's fast jet or Formula One, so it's pretty difficult, pretty difficult, but I mean, people do. Craig Breedlove came from nowhere. Yeah. Oh, no, hang on. He'd, be, he'd been a USAF pilot, hadn't he, I think.
1: But people, I mean, people used to come from nowhere and do yeah. it, didn't they? They would have but a crack.
0: You could imagine some rich American having a bash at it, could mm. not you? When I say a bash, you know.
1: There's but enough people in the world with money that one of them is surely going to go. Yeah. It.
0: Yes. I, I do think it stands a chance. The yeah. thing we didn't say is that they're doing a um, just a bit of a road show. They, they called in at the British Motor Museum first, and then they're going to go off around, uh, well, I think they're in the... Th- in the throes of doing four or five other calls to just to get into local rags and mm-hmm. you know be on t v and so on
1: yeah
0: it's it's a it's a good idea, don't you think yeah. yeah yeah,
1: yeah, I do, yeah, I genuinely do, and i and it it's yeah i had when I read the release about it, and I just thought, yeah, of course <laughs> to, that makes total sense of course it does. It does. <laughs> of course that's how it's going to happen right. um the thrust s s c is over the road from here isn't it isn't it in it is yes yeah,
0: it lives um lives in the Coventry transport Museum. Yeah. In uh, fact, two of them do, I think. the thrust two as well. Yeah. Um, tell me
1: about, uh, I think penultimately, tell me about, I've read in your comment, this is this is not total news to me, but I'm surprised how much difference this made to your Datsya Duster. You noticed that you were not getting the economy you were before.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, I drive around in this car on the weekend because mm. I like it. It's just so unofficial. <laughs> and, um and I was uh, Aero Club or somewhere and I, and I just was thought uh, this is giving a few MPG f- fewer than I'm used to expecting you know how you do a lot of miles in a car you just know exactly what it's like yeah. and and I was getting this 55, 57 MPG and I normally get 60 if I because I make a bit of a fetish of it mm. and of course it dawned on me that it got colder and the tyre pressures were lower and, and I pumped them up and it rewarded me by by giving me a sixty-two miles per gallon trip, and uh, I just I love the fact that that such a small thing can bring you such a good reward.
1: Yeah, I was surprised how much they'd gone down from thirty-three typical to twenty-seven when you. Yeah, measured well, them.
0: I think it might be operator error as well. I mean, I, I probably should have <laughs> pumped them up a bit, you know, a few weeks, a couple of weeks ago. I, yeah. I normally am on it, but. Yeah. Um, but it seems didn't didn't do very well. But I have noticed before that tyres go down in cold weather, mm. the pressures go down. Pressures go way. down a bit. Yeah, should measure it probably.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? I th- because I'm aware it's it happens a bit, and I know of course you happens on it happens on circuit, so you set the tyre pressures cold, and then you go out and they warm up, and you drop the pressures back down. again yeah. But I didn't realise that ambient temperature made quite such a big difference.
0: It's such a Is well uh, on this car with sixteen-inch wheels. It has got great big fat tyres, and I think there's a lot of air in there, and maybe a lot. Oh of air. yeah, that's
1: interesting. Yeah, so it has more effect than than you know, than. than and don't cars. they? Don't, don't some tyre places fill them with nitrogen? Yeah, one? I believe. So. Which makes me makes less
0: is less, less affected change, by the yeah. thing. Doesn't expand as much yeah. or contract? Yeah, I think yeah. that's true.
1: Right. One last thing, Steve. On the BYD Seal launch, uh, they presented you with a small token. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, it was nice. They gave, yeah. they gave us a, a model of the car, which I found useful because it was helpful having it on my desk when I was writing the story, looking at the lines of the car. Yeah. But I just like the general principle of people who are proud of the car, giving the the hacks a, a model to take away. Yeah. They used to, as you know, they used to give us sort of unfeasibly, rather embarrassingly large gifts if you were prepared to take them. And you, you were there for either required to... to Accept a message that you could be bought easily, or else, mm. or, or embarrassed by the fact that you you weren't that going you to accept something you were given. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm glad it's gone away, but I like the I like the principle of model cars. Yeah,
1: it's it's all right, isn't it? I, I'm, that's what I really talked about because I remember manufacturers used to do it, and we had this kind of policy. at Lord God, didn't we? That if anybody gave you something, it would come into a big pile in the office, and the yep. day before Christmas, it would all be allocated into com- random plastic bags by our office manager. How oh, was it? And then the it would just be handed out Christmas randomly. So you might get an absolute, you know, you'd get <laughs> some, you'd get, I don't know, a Haynes manual and a bottle of wine. It would be, would be in there. I was... got a
0: pair. of, One year, I got a pair of slippers <laughs> and a map of Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I, I am glad I that practice
1: it. has... I'm also glad that practice has finished because the embarrassment of turning it down was oh just too, was, just a, yeah,
0: was yeah. just a bit much.
1: Right, that brings us to um, just about the end of this week's pod, except for the fact we are going to, I think, have a couple of questions from uh, the students who are studying the... Masters in automotive, automotive journalism. journalism, yeah, yeah. So we'll have those. So the um, wisest
0: people on the planet, clearly. Certainly
1: wiser than us, mate. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see. Um, so yes, we'll have a couple of those before we before we wrap. But also, don't forget, uh, Steve and I will be back next week with more My Week in Cars. And in the meantime, you can find us uh, over at autocar.co.uk and the magazineshop.com. Okay, so if anybody has a question, what I suggest is lean into Steve's mic, say who you are, ask us something. And we'll and set we'll about an see answer. see what we
0: can do. Yeah.
1: Hi, um, my name's Tim. Um, nice to meet you guys. Um, my question is that you've given high praise for the uh, BYD um, seal, seal. US. Uh, do you think the, the Chinese manufacturers are now at the breaking point like Japanese manufacturers would, like when, when they were in the 70s and 80s? Or are we not there yet?
0: I think they're pretty close. Uh, I'm sure it's. It varies from manufacturer to manufacturer. Some of them are still built, built for a for, a, simply built for buyers that it may not be quite as um, um, re- demanding as the as the ones that BYD are targeting. But I think, I think the capabilities there for sure. B, BYD. I was really taken with this car. The thing is, I was so surprised by its, the sort of subtleties of its excellence that I need people like Matt Pryor and Matt Saunders to. Spend more miles in them because I I just don't want to be wrong. I, I've taken a punt, but they might disagree with me. Mm-hmm. So we're we're at the deciding stage still, okay. but they're very impressive.
1: Yeah, so you're optimistic. Then. I
0: am. Yeah, I am. Okay. I Fantastic. was impressed. Mm-hmm. Fantastic.
1: I was. I mean, Japanese manufacturers were well established by the time I arrived in the business, but Korean manufacturers were not, and the current crop of Chinese stuff is much better than. Korean manufacturers' cars that arrived at the similar sort of stage, I think. You know, Hyundai's of twenty-five years ago, twenty years ago. These are much, much better than those, and you know, at that sort of market share. You know, these are comp- really competitive, aren't they? Compellingly competitive, I think.
0: Yeah. And design. The thing I found was that I, I, I was there. I was, you know, three hundred miles from home, and thinking, "Gosh, I wish I was driving this back," mm. and that. Wow that wouldn't have happened a few years ago, I don't think.
1: Mm. Any more for Emo? So,
2: So um, I just want to bring back this uh, cliche. Sorry. Your name? Oh, sorry. Uh, my name is Adarsh. Uh, I just want to bring back this uh, debate of EVs uh, because I'm uh, one of those who think that EVs are fascinating machines. Fascinating. You know, uh, I do like how they drive and this for that as an enthusiast. But uh, thinking a little deeper on the surface, I feel in looking at the second-hand market, uh, they are really, uh, you know, the values of EVs are really dropping big time. And uh, also talking about uh, how lithium-ion is being uh, manufactured or, uh, you know, uh it, um, made batteries, I think I am one of those who think that EV is not really the future. So what is your opinion? Or, and how do you think uh,
0: synthetic fuel and solid-state batteries are coming along? gosh it's a, it's a it's a perennial question that isn't it mm-hmm. i mean my own opinion is that is that it is that evs are the future um and a lot of the value stuff that we're seeing is because of the influence of the the law that's coming in next year which is going to require manufacturers to sell 22% evs they're currently doing fifteen, seventeen. So the market's going to have to be forced, which means that the prices will go down. I think the market has already anticipated that that difficulty, and and people are wary of paying proper money for cars. But I think they're good enough to 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 be the future, especially as charging rates increase and infrastructure improves, and all that. We're 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 on the way to a better better place. That does not mean in any way that 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 You know the e-fuels or or hydrogen that you're talking about won't prevail because we had Andy Palmer in, didn't we, the Mm. other day, and Dr. Andy Palmer. He's a bit of a futurologist, I suppose. Suppose you'd say, and he his point of view was that we need all of these solutions, and they, you know, we're not going to have battery-powered 44-ton trucks. We're just not. So we need something else, and that'll be hydrogen or e-fuels. So it's all. Sorry, about
1: you, I've probably shouted you down. No, not at all. No, no. You, 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 uh, I, I, I agree with you. I think you know for most for most people's daily driving, battery EVs will be okay. The, the issue you've got is, as we talked about the other day, it's, you saw solid state EVs as. Did Nissan say they were say five years away from production? Yeah, I think they twenty eight.
0: Like they reckon they'll have a car in production.
1: So that's you know it's that technology is progressing at such a rate that it can be difficult to convince people to buy something now because they think, well, what's around the corner? Um, but most most countries or most organisations, you know, most multinational organisations are committed to some kind of hydrogen future for shipping and aerospace because they they will not run on batteries. So you have to put hydrogen infrastructure in for those. And at that point, you may as well use it for some other things. So I think it'll be a multifaceted solution. Most people most people will drive a battery electric car. Uh, people who go doing track days and racing might well have synthetic fuel stuff and then if you must do six seven hundred miles in a day maybe you get a hydrogen powered car but i think they'll be the lot but yeah i'd be interested to see by 2035 2040 how many what proportion of evs there are i would think it's the vast majority yeah i would have thought
0: me too i would have thought they're pretty nice to drive are you driven on yeah good aren't they yeah.
2: it is kind of a cliche that uh uh, ICE cars are more responsive and try and drive, drive better. But then once you drive a couple of uh, EV cars, they're completely different. The the response they have, yeah. they the drive is...
0: and they'll only get better, won't yeah. they? Yeah,
1: they and, like... you, and you can and you can make them behave how you want to behave. Mm. You know, that's the other thing is that this uh, this Hyundai Ionic Five I keep coming back to has got three different levels of engine response, motor response, if you like, and you can have three different sound levels or no sound at all. You can have artificial gear changes if you want or none at all so it can you know it can mimic an, an internally combusted car or it or it can do none of those things and its handling you can adjust the the amount of power that goes from the front to the rear through 15 different stages i think you know just it a phenomenal piece of kit and the amount of tuning and the amount of um adaptability and adjustability you can put into one of those platforms out does an internally combusted car much but, as i still love very pure. Yeah, well that's the point isn't it? Cars.
0: The thing we we get criticised quite a lot for <clears throat> making a lot of noise about EVs in the but our answer is that we do it because that's where the news is. But the other point we always want to make is that we have absolutely no interest in 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 seeing the world made harder for for the cars we love already, you know, V12 for, who doesn't love a Ferrari V12 and always mm. will. So it's it's not a it's it's not an adversarial thing at all. It's just progress.
1: Do we have any more? Yes.
2: Hi, um, I'm Max. Um, I was just wondering, in this golden age of uh, podcasts, have you considered <laughs> expanding and producing more? And I am available. <laughs>
1: <laughs> good voice for it, I thought. There, you? Good voice. Yeah,
0: yeah good voice.
1: How have we thought of expanding? Well, we do do the Autocar Electric podcast rarely Yep. there's the autocar business podcast isn't there
0: yeah but beyond that we're 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 still finding out is the truth you know you're um i think it's it actually falls to people like you because you're where the demand's going to come from and as i was saying earlier today the the uh what we try and do in in our job is meet a demand and and so we we need to see one, and then we'll try and meet it. So I reckon if you, you know, you're you're the future, mate. You see, you you see uh, what's needed.
1: Yeah, if you pitch it,
0: if you pitch it, we'll do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, we do have a new-ish digital editor, don't we? And he, I was chatting to him about podcasts the other day, and he has got a couple of he has got a couple of ideas of other stuff, which I thought was quite interesting. Whether it's you and me, Steve, or not, I don't know, because.
0: We're about to be bumped, are
1: we? Well, no, I think we'll keep doing this, but maybe there'll be something, I don't know, maybe there'll... Well, have you got time to do two podcasts a week?
0: I don't know. No. no. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, thanks, mate.
2: Uh, hi, it's uh, Viraj again. Um, I just want to bring up something that, you know, we've been talking about EVs, and uh, this is something that doesn't get talked about enough. And uh, Matt, you actually, you did write an article on it uh, a couple of months ago. Uh, it's about, you know, these subscription-enabled uh, features, in uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that electric vehicles, uh, sort of, you know, sort of been pioneering that, you know, in BMW, Tesla, and uh, even Volkswagen and Ford have said that, you know, that model sort of makes sense. Um, like, you've said that it's sort of extortionate for the... Uh, buyer you know, you get these uh, features sort of, you know the hardware you get installed from the factory but then they've lock it behind software that you have to pay for additionally so uh do you think that this sort of sets a troubling precedent and would you know could EVs uh, as EV adoption rises
0: could that you know increase could we see more of this you had an answer to that didn't you well yeah. i well i had a i had a rant about it if that's what you mean i <laughs> no, don't no, I, mean, I no, don't but, like it but didn't you didn't you come up with so i thought you had some examples of ways that had been people had the, the companies had received oh, from that. people
1: had railed back a bit yeah as oh who had gone who had decided yes i think bmw had said they were going to not do it for some hardware related features i think was, they said that he i can't remember what it was but that yes they i think they told one of our news bods out on a trip that they would they were going to walk back slightly from the subscription thing that was it but yeah, it's was not any... I mean it wouldn't exclusively be to EVs by the way because I think they tried to do it for you know internally combusted vehicles with whatever it might be heated seats or whatever it was and I think I mean I hate it on the principle that I bought the car and it's mine and that's that's it so it's now mine it's not it's not theirs and that this whole thing that you get where people sell you something but try to retain ownership of it really annoys me that and that really yeah, but we don't sell people a magazine. It's a shame you can't see the expression. And by the way, if you'd like, if you'd like pages sixty-seven <laughs> through to seventy-four, that they are not enabled are at the next moment. An extra fifty p. There's an extra fifty p. that. So that might that uh, annoys. It annoys me for that reason. I think the customer acceptance level will decide whether. Yeah, they it's get going away to be people power. Not.
0: This, don't you think? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. 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 So enough enough. Window. I think you guys, you know, your age and and and. Capability, you know, you, you you need to, you need to realise what your what what your influence is. You know, it's not us that, that 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 are influential; it's you. Yeah. So if you don't like it, make a noise. Well, well, that brings us to the end of episode sixty-three, I think, Steve. One of them. Yeah. One of them
1: of uh, my weekend cars. Steve and I are going to be back this time next week. I don't know where we're going to be yet, but we'll figure something out. Yeah. And in the meantime. You can find us over at autocart.co.uk. You can find the magazine on the newsstands. The 22nd of November issue has Steve's BYD seal. Seal, Dolphin? Seal. Seal. Seal review. My Ionic 5N.
0: Uh, is that a big story? I'm looking forward to that one.
1: That's uh, t- I think there's two four-page first drives and Ooh. the McLaren 750S oh, from Richard Lane is in there as well. But that pitches ahead in the magazine of the... Hyundai I believe all right. So, and I don't know which one gets prominence on the cover <laughs> but in the meantime thanks for joining us, you can write to us over at autocar, uh, AutoCar at haymarket.com find us all the socials uh, and see you next week